You're listening to episode 31 of the Junto Podcast. On episode 31, I'm joined by military friend and photographer Kara Hackney. Kara has dedicated her Instagram page to honoring those who have given their lives in the line of service. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Super excited to have you on the Junto podcast. For those that don't know, uh, this is a podcast about leadership and uh, we always talk about some aspects of faith and things of that nature. And of course, we have a unique bond, even though we've never met in person, I feel like we're kind of connected and, and we have a little bit of a bond because we share a passion uh, for our military and for our veterans. And we'll get into that uh, in just a little bit. But introduce yourself, Kara, and tell us a little bit about yourself and why we're having this conversation today. Okay, sure. So, um, yeah, my name's Kara, and um, I am a photographer. And if you hear a dog barking, I'm a pet sitter also. I was hoping yes. that if I put him, put him away that maybe he would be quiet, but <laughs> hopefully he quiets down a little bit here. But... Um, and I am a daughter of a Vietnam veteran and a granddaughter of a World War II veteran. Uh, he was a Marine in the Pacific. And then my other grandpa was in the Army Air Corps during World War II. And so all of my life, I've always had a passion for the military and for supporting our military. And so that has kind of led me, long story short, <laughs> to where we are today. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's super impressive, you know, to have that uh family history, uh, you know, with, with your dad and, and grandpa. What what an amazing story. And, you know, I, I've always held in high regard our, our military. Uh, in fact, I almost, you know, when I was younger, I had uh, a little bit of thought there about joining the military. But, of course, when you're 18 and you're just graduating, you have no idea what you want to do with your life. And in hindsight, I always think to myself, man, you know, it would have been cool had I had I made that decision. But nonetheless, I kind of like you, I have some, some amazing family members who were uh, in the service, who have amazing records, and who who serve their country. And, you know... Kara, I just, I really wanted to have a conversation with you because I guess you would at this point have to be living under a rock for people not to know what happened August 26th uh, of 2021. But tell us a little bit about your page because you have dedicated your social media and things of that nature to honoring the 13, what happened in August uh, of last year. So tell us a little bit about that. I did have a chance to watch your video about Taylor, the whole Cheetos thing, and that was absolutely amazing. But tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So uh, it's kind of a long story how it all started, but um, it could kind of take us back to, to August 2021. And when the U.S. was leaving Afghanistan and... Um, was just watching, you know, the, the country fall to the Taliban. Exactly. And um, it was growing just increasingly frustrated and, um, you know, helpless because what, what can you do? And mm -hmm. um, so it was a really frustrating time. And um, frustrating and angering and, uh, you know, those sort of things. And so... Um, at, at the time, you know, as, as the country was falling to the Taliban and the U S was leaving Afghanistan, it was all, I was very, very mad. 
But when the attack happened and at the time that it, we were, you know, the news was saying that it happened, they weren't saying how many had died or how many right. were wounded, but we knew for sure that some were. I have never in my life been, and I'm a pretty calm person. I have never in my life been that mad. I was just livid. Like I couldn't even see straight. I was yeah. so angry that that had happened to to those brave enough, those courageous enough to go in when yes. thousands, hundreds of thousands were wanting to leave. They went in and, um, and you know, just, so it was, it was a very, not only was I angry and frustrated, but incredibly heartbroken. I didn't even know their names yet. I didn't right. know, I just knew, and you know, numbers kind of, they started to have numbers come in, but they're just at that time on the 26th, there was nothing definite. And, I felt so helpless. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to do something to help, but, um, also there was this constant stream of bad news at that time. And, you know, like this, this has fallen to the Taliban. This has fallen to the Taliban. Now cobbles fall into the Taliban. And so I was on the verge of just deleting all my social media yeah. and just wow. checking out for a while because it was depressing watching, you know, all of this happen. Yes. And, not being able to do anything about it. And then when they were killed and wounded and, and, you know, the Afghans that were, were killed and wounded as well, it wasn't just the Americans. It was just such a devastating time. And so I really was, I was on the verge of just, you know, just checking out and yes. just trying to get some, some peace because it was so heavy on my heart. Well, then the the first one that I found out about was Max, Max Soviak, the corpsman. And I saw his face. And, wow. um, you know, I followed a lot of accounts on Instagram, on social media. And so they started um, sharing, you know, their names, their faces as, as their names and, uh, were released. And I thought, okay, you know, as they were getting shared publicly who they were, I thought, I'll just share you know, and that's something I can do is share their names, share their faces. Yeah. So people know who they were, who, so they're not just a number. And so it started like that. And, um, then, yeah, cause there were so many, you know, 13 and, and, and it's one and another and another, yes. and you're, you're seeing their faces and you're learning about them. And I, my heart just grew increasingly heavy each time I learned about a new one. And so then as we got to know them, um, different accounts on not just social media, well, not just accounts on social media, but also um, news articles. And then the different social medias would be, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They were sharing ways to support and, you know, to help and give back. And it, the options were just scattered all yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. And I was uh, you know, actively looking for ways to give back. And I was having trouble keeping it all straight. because <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, there was so much. And so I decided that I would just make my page. Uh, at this time, I hadn't officially dedicated my page, but I decided I would just start sharing it all in one place on my page. And, um, and then you mentioned Tyler. So it was, I think it was August 30th. It was a, a, a couple few days after the attack right. that, um, that I learned about him. And I had saw a post um, talking about how he was wounded and, and how catastrophically he was wounded. Yes. And um, 
when I saw his face and saw the faces of his teammates and how devastating his injuries were, I thought, this is what I can do. Instead of just checking out and doing nothing and, wow. you know, in, in a selfish way, I decided that I would, this is what this page would become. Just, I had no idea what it would turn into, but I just thought it's going to be for them, for the, for those wounded, for those killed and for those who were there. And I will share everything I can find, you know, and, and what I can take, what I can find the time to share on yeah. that page. And so, and so that's its origins and kind of to make a long story short. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love, I love your heart. I love for those who uh, may tune in, uh, we're not worldwide, of course, but we, we do have a, a pretty good local following here. And then we're, we're expanding just as a podcast. But for those who don't know uh, me, Taylor, one of the 13, Darren Taylor Hoover, was my nephew. Uh, his mom, Kelly, is my sister-in-law and known Taylor my entire life. And, you know, one of the things that continues to to just humble us is the overwhelming amount of support and love. Guys, when I, when, when I say that we have, I mean, literally, we still get packages from across the world for Taylor, you know, and it's just so humbling to see uh, how, how people rallied behind him. And it's so crazy. Uh, we had the opportunity to go to Camp Pendleton when, his, when 2-1 came home, which was his, you know, his group there. And just the names, we literally, uh, there was a ceremony, uh, amazing ceremony, and to see the camaraderie and the brotherhood. And then they had one of their fellow servicemen they they had remarks to say about each and every individual. So when I was there, I feel like I got to learn not only learn about more about my nephew and how he was in in that moment, but also learn about the other the other ones who were right there with him. And it is such a I, the only way I can describe it. I, I literally have never seen or experienced a brotherhood like that. I mean, just the feeling in that place at Camp Pendleton and the ceremony and. I get goosebumps kind of just thinking about how amazing that was. And then people like yourself who who want to dedicate their page. Like, you know, I mean, uh, gosh, it's just, it inspires me so much. And I, I want to tell you, Kara, we are grateful for you uh, that uh, that you will do what you can to keep their memories alive. And I can speak on behalf of Kelly, Taylor's mom, when I say, you know, it's hard when you lose a child. You don't want their name. You don't want their you don't want their death to be in vain. And the fact that you have done this and were inspired to do this on their behalf, and not only their behalf, but other servicemen and women who who die in the service of their country, it really is inspiring. And to me, it that is what uh, America is all about, in my opinion. You know, So thank you from the bottom of our heart on behalf of Taylor and the family for that. So August 26th, uh, I can, and I've recounted a little bit of this story in a previous podcast, uh, and you hit on some really good things because the way you were feeling mad and angry uh, at just the way this was done uh, in in Kabul, the whole handling of that, my gosh, you know, it's one of those things where you sit back and you go, how could my nephew be like one of 13 people? You know, that's not, that's not a high number. You know, when it comes to uh, the odds, I guess you could say. Uh, 
But but you hit on some amazing things there, and just about your feelings towards that. And I, I've talked to to Kelly, my sister in law, about how some of the things were there. You can listen in on a previous episode and just see how they were literally just within a football field away of the Taliban and the things that were taking place. Uh, you know, for our troops. And as she mentioned, a lot of these guys were so very young and not trained, um, you know, to handle what, what our government should have been doing. But again, uh, how were, how did you process all that when you first heard it? I know you kind of shared a little bit of your feelings, but you know, how did, I, I remember the night I got the call and, you know, they said, Taylor was one of the 13 and it just, you know, your heart sinks. But how did you, how did you process all of that? Um, and again, channel that into something positive. Yeah, well, um, you know, like I touched on, uh, a huge inspiration to me specifically is my dad, you know, both my grandpa served as well, but my dad was in Vietnam and, um, they were not treated well upon coming home. And, I have always vowed that our military should never be treated that way again. Wow. You know, my dad's welcome home from Vietnam was protesters yelling at him, calling yes. him a baby killer and throwing rotten tomatoes at his face. And so because of him, I've always just felt very strongly to support our military. So there was also similarities between Vietnam and Afghanistan and the, the chaotic withdrawals of both countries. You know, I wasn't I wasn't alive during the Vietnam War, but just from what I've researched and learned and knew from my dad's frustrations about it, there was a lot that it was like we were repeating history wow. in ways with what was happening in Kabul, you know, just yeah. leaving things behind and, and how it felt so disorganized mm. and you know, like so it was just it was very frustrating and how I channeled that into something positive ultimately was those who were killed and those who were wounded are what inspired me because I didn't want, I didn't want them being or feeling forgotten and I didn't want their families feeling like their, you know, children, their brothers, their sisters, their uncles, husbands, wives. I didn't want them to feel forgotten. And so I, I really, you know, on Instagram, I never had a lot of followers. Like before this, I had, I don't know, like a thousand people. <laughs> right, and, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> and I'm a photographer and this page that has now been dedicated to this was where I just shared like travels and fun landscape photos. And so I, it, you know, I was never an influencer or someone who knew how to get <laughs> followers. I just somehow, you know, call it fate, call it God, whatever you want to call it. Somehow people just found me. Like I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't hashtagging like when I was sharing all these ways to give back and to support I wasn't making hashtags to help people find me I didn't have time because there was so much information to yeah. share and just somehow people were finding me and it was such a blessing because not only was I able to collect I was collecting you know if there was fundraisers or you know as each one of them came home when they were the processions for them coming home their funerals um and then also um, for the wounded, um, you know, fundraisers for them as well. And um, also stories about them. And so I was just kind of putting this all in one place. And as I continued to do it, you know, more people were coming and seeing, coming to my page and just seeing the outpouring of support, yes. not, only from, not only from America, but worldwide. That's awesome. I did a poll 
I did a poll once, yes. I did a poll once um, asking, because I, I started having people, you know, tell me in messages where they were from. And I was like, wow. So I uh, asked, you know, where are you from? And there was people from 34 countries or territories in almost all 50 states. Wow. Yeah, you go, girl. Well, it wasn't me, though. <laughs> exactly. Know, it was is those who gave all and those who gave a heck of a lot for to save lives and... Um, to help each other they're what did this i was just i feel like i was just the you know god god uses people in ways and i feel like yes. i was just the one that was put here to bring for people to come to one place yes um and so i'm i'm thankful for the opportunity and i'm honored to do it and it's been an honor to get to know each of these people and um so, yeah, that's kind of, I think that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, it does, and more. And I, uh, I'm just so thankful. I love your perspective, first of all. I couldn't agree more, and it is a blessing. You know, I, I share the same outlook. Um, and, and what I love about it and the reason I wanted to talk to you, because it is so selfless, you know, um, it is selfless. And like you said, the even though you're gaining followers uh in the process really you know it it's about those who gave and i i love the fact that it it's just a concise place to go and i'm thinking about you know we had the opportunity taylor along with the others were memorialized in arlington and, and i'm just thinking about what an amazing amazing experience that was uh to be amongst so many who gave the ultimate sacrifice and you know, we kind of talk, Kelly, we've talked just as a family, and of course, nobody would ever want this to happen to a family member, but the fact uh, that it, it, he has been so honored uh, and that he's been so cared for and the messages and the packages and just the honor that was bestowed upon him being being in Arlington, that, that in and of itself should tell you everything that you need to know. Um. So again, we're just so taken back uh, with how you have kind of decided to do something selfless in a world where it's all about me, 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 and I want to gain followers for me, and I want to be the one to go viral for something that I've done. I just think it's extremely, extremely nice. And speaking of that, you know, what are some things that everyday people can do? And and, and I want to get an update on Tyler as well in a minute if you have one, but what are some things we can do? I mean, I'm not expecting all of us to start pages of our own, or, or, but just for the common person, uh, just to remember those and that the freedoms that we enjoy on a daily basis, even though the economy is not what we want it to be, hopefully we can get that changed somehow. But certainly, uh, what can we do just to, to not take this great nation for granted? And also, those uh, like your father and, and grandfather and my nephew and the, the host of others that have paid that ultimate sacrifice, what are some things we can do? Absolutely. Well, you know, there's a couple quotes that come to mind. And first, uh, for, the first one is, uh, a man is not gone until he is forgotten. Wow. And I don't know who said that quote, but I first saw it when I was at a Vietnam veterans reunion where I got to meet some of my dad's buddies he served with. It was the first time meeting them. And it was engraved on a, on a stone there. And I saw that and that really struck me because, you know, men and, and women, they die, but as long as they're remembered, they're not entirely gone. Wow. So I think a really, a, a, you know, and it's 
it's not something that costs money. It's not something that costs a whole lot of time, but remembering those, wow. remembering Taylor, remembering the 12 others and, um, keeping their names, you know, saying their names and, um, telling their stories and honoring the life they lived mm. because they did die doing what they love. Yes. And a lot of people can go their whole lives and never fulfill a dream like wow. these men and women did with coming U.S. Marines. Yes. And there should be so much pride in the fact that they accomplished that and that they died so that others could live, yes. saving others. That is such an, as devastating as their deaths are for the families and those mm -hmm. who love them. It is such an honorable way to die. And I'm just so proud of all of them. And the, the many who have died before them yes. for our country and afterwards too, you know, we just had this Osprey crash and, and it hurts. Gosh, I know. And so, um, yeah. And so another quote that comes to mind and, uh, I mean, I, I have it written on my phone. I want to make sure I say this correctly. So a lot of people attribute this quote to, um, major Doug Zimbayek. It Zimbayek. I hope I'm saying his last name, right. But when I was reading about when I first saw this quote years ago, um, his his friend, Eric Kapitulik, I hope I'm not watching <laughs> the badly, um, but he was Zimbayek's best friend of 17 years, and he spoke his eulogy at Zimbayek's funeral. Wow. And um, Zimbayek, I wish I knew how to, I should have probably made sure I knew You're how to say good. last name. <laughs> You're good. This, but, um, he kept a series of journals. And he would often scribble notes on leadership, uh, pearls of wisdom that he had collected throughout the years by those he respected. And one of the quotes that he wrote in there that a lot of people contribute to him, um, it says, one entry came from Colonel George Bristol, and it read, never forget those who were killed and never let rest those who killed them. Wow. And so, again, it's just about the, the best thing people can do is to remember them and to honor them and to, to live for them, you know, yes, to, to live good lives and live yes. well, and do good with your life, you know, like they were doing when they died. And so if anything, the, the selfless way that, that they died, that those 13 died encouraged me to live my life more selflessly as well. Cause you think how they were going days without sleep Yo, and just working gosh. around the clock and in just horrific circumstances, you know, with very little water, um, you know, in the heat. And I mean, we've seen just how terrible the living situation was there. And so, you know, they're like, like we know I, on my page, I, I'm always sharing ways to support and give back and, and even, as much as I share, there's still a lot I can't cover just because right. there's so much <laughs> exactly. that people are doing, which is amazing. But, you know, it, it means a lot to the families when people um, show up to, like, like, you know, Taylor's Hike is coming up or um, when there's fundraisers that people are donating to. Anything that you can do to support makes a difference. It, it but, really does. Yeah. But uh, as long as we remember them and honor them and never let them be forgotten. I think that that's the best thing that people can do. Kara, I love it. Goodness. Uh, 
such amazing quotes. And honestly, gosh, I just, I love your perspective. I love uh, the way you think. And it's crazy because we were talking the other day just a little bit about legacy. And we were talking about how in that same vein of, of thinking that how our legacy, you know, typically a life well lived, the legacy or the testimony or, or whatever you want to call it, typically that outlives the person, right? If you've if you've done well, uh, the lessons that you've taught your children or just people around you, you know, your influence is going to live far beyond even our own life. You know, I've lost uh, Taylor, I've lost my dad, and I know that I know that their influence is always going to be with me, you know, way, way beyond the time I had with them here. So I love that. I love the quotes and I, I couldn't agree more with that. And uh, man, I'm just kind of inspired by this whole conversation. Remember, remember those. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Tell, uh, tell others where they can find you on Instagram because uh, we want to continue to grow your page. I want to do whatever we can to help you. Uh, continue to, to honor our, our veterans, uh, our service members. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my Instagram is the one dedicated to this. And I've actually, uh, we didn't quite get around to this in the interview, but I've also decided to dedicate it not just to the 13 and, and those that are wounded in Kabul, but just in general for military support to um, you know, all encompassing support our military. And so it's been, it's just been absolutely amazing to see the support and like we had discussed in there. And so, um, I'm, I'm glad to, to see, uh, like, like we had discussed, not just Americans, but people across the globe wanting to support our military. And so I'm looking forward to continuing to do that there. So my Instagram is, uh, at Kara Hackney K. K-A-R-A-H-A-C-K-N-E-Y and, and then a K, which is my middle initial because the without the middle initial, that username was already taken. So gotcha. that's where you can find me on there. And um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm on your page now. Um, I, I just love the tributes. Um, I'm showing that you have the ones listed that like you, like you mentioned earlier with uh, the Osprey incident that was so unfortunate. And then, of course, uh, information about Taylor and his upcoming hike and some of the the other uh, military members here. So, again, that is Kara, or at Kara, K-A-R-A, Hackney, H-A-C-K-N-E-Y-K. Please go follow her and and, uh, what a selfless thing that she's decided to do with her own page in dedicating that to our servicemen and women. And Kara, I know we were, before our video kind of got wonky there, we were at about 30 minutes, but I want, I want, uh, I just want your message. If there's any thought that you have, or if you can sum all, all this up in one thought, you know, what is it that you really want others to know? Or what is, what is your mission, I guess, just in terms of not only with the page, but in remembering. And I know you've already said a lot, which has been amazing. So yeah, my my main goal is just for for our our military, our service members, veterans actively serving and their families to feel the support. Because you know, in the big picture, a lot of it can get lost in in the political mumbo jumbo and people battling back and forth and there are so many good people out there who support our military, who want to do for them, who want to give back, who want to show their support and 
you know, the, the people that serve our country, they don't do it for people to thank them for their service. Yeah. But just to know they're supported, you know, to, so that they aren't the generation that is being welcomed home by protesters at the airport. That, that is my, my goal is for them to feel the support and not only just to feel the support, but to be supported. And, uh, it is just, I have, you know, a lot of, not necessarily met in person yet, but met online. I have gotten to know would be a better terminology. I have gotten to know (laughs) some of the most incredible people through this experience, just incredibly selfless, giving, um, amazing people with good hearts. And it's been so encouraging to me to witness that. And also, you know, this was a devastating uh, life experience for all of us and, and for some more than others, obviously for your family, having lost Taylor, it was more personal, but everybody was hit hard. And so I think in a way it helped everybody heal when they were able to do something to give back. I think it was a healing experience for people and continues to be when, you know, they're not just sitting there helpless knowing that there's so much suffering going on and they're not able or don't know how to do anything about it because just on my page, the, the, you know, action that has taken place that I've witnessed where people went to fundraisers because they found out about them on my page, or they went to funerals of the fallen and hadn't, hadn't known that was going on in their, you know, hometown, if it weren't for my page, um, Marines getting to reunite with each other, um, because I, with the wounded because I was coordinating with their mothers and helping make that happen. And the, all of that has been that and so much more has been healing. Um, people writing letters to the wounded, you know, um, Oh man, people really jumped on that when I was able to get some addresses of the wounded and people were so happy to, to give back to, you know, to actively give back to these, to these that gave so much. And then, the, mo- the one that was the most fun that we had touched on earlier was uh, Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews' uh, <laughs> Hot Cheetos video. And I'll try to, I know we're getting close on time. No, I love it. I definitely want to but... hear about this. And I had an opportunity <laughs> to watch it. And I'm like, my gosh, it looks like these are entries from all over the world. And I meant I meant yeah. to like bring a bag, uh, but I was kind of rushing to get here. But yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that was the most fun that we all had, um, in giving back. And so how that, how that originated was some of his buddies, uh, both corpsmen and Marines had told me that he loves hot Cheetos and kind of on separate occasions because uh, people were wanting to send care packages. And so I was asking, um, his friends, you know, what sort of snacks he likes, which at that time he couldn't even eat normal food because of his internal injuries. And, um, but you know, eventually we knew he'd be able to, and and people wanted to send stuff. And so, um, but everybody kept saying hot Cheetos and, and nobody could like, nobody was really coming up with anything else. They just, the, the dude is obsessed with hot Cheetos (laughs) and it was like a repeated thing. And, um, then the, the, you know, cherry on top was when his mom got back to me and told me, um, that he loves Lamone hot Cheetos. Lamone. Yeah. So it's a specific flavor. So when she had gotten back to me with that, I had already came up with this idea to do the video. I was out feeding horses and the the idea just hit me to just 
as a way to show him our support because that support is so worldwide. Um, you know, if, if people could send a video or a picture and just include hot Cheetos in it and make it, you know, a fun way to show him how many people care and, um, you know, are, are lifting him up in prayer and support. And so, um, that idea hit me. And so every, everybody just jumped on it and, you know, was just using the regular hot Cheetos. <laughs> well, then his mom said that it's the Lamone hot Cheetos, which no one previously had specified. Listen, I, I've never <laughs> even seen them. I'm going to go to the store and like purposely look for them now, but I've never seen those. Well, they are, they can be hard to find depending on the part of the, you know, the part of the world that you live in. Right. Um, some people in other countries, you know, they don't even sell Cheetos. And so they were, um, like Photoshopping them or, um, some, some guys that he met that, uh, are in the UK, um, that served with him in Kabul. They actually ordered some Cheetos in from out of the country so that they could take a picture with them. And so the effort, you know, that that had yes. to take just so, and, and then, you know, after they all got back home from Kabul, they were kind of scattered all over. So to get them all together for a group picture, even that was, you know, took a lot of effort. And so, um, that was such a fun, a fun experience. And at this time, you know, Tyler wasn't on, you know, back on his social media, he was still deep in his recovery process and, and having multiple surgeries. And so, I was, it was easy to keep it a secret from him, but keeping it a secret from his mom was a little trickier. <laughs> he was on social media, but we were able to, and it, it was a month long process of getting it all together. And cause you know, once people sent me all the stuff then I had to put the video together. And, and so, yes, I know how long that can take. And that was like a 12 minute video, which should tell yeah. you how many people were sending things, which was super inspiring and touching, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and so it was amazing. And, 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 and a visual of the support, you know, not just, you know, words that people are saying, but like actually seeing the faces of the people that are supporting you, I think was really special. And so I was just so glad that, you know, people loved the idea. And then it, it added humor to it when we found out it was Lamone and, and <laughs> then how hard the Lamone Cheetos are to find. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, so it was, it was a really neat experience. And when I, when I was wrapping the video up and getting it done, that's when Tyler was finally starting to get on the internet and, um, you know, able to get on his phone and get on social media. And so I was like, man, I really got to wrap this up, you know, before we spill the secret accidentally to him. And so, uh, he loved the video and, and his mom loved the video. And, uh, we even had a guy from that had been on Jersey shore. Uh, Roger Matthews had, somehow found my page and saw that I was looking for hot Cheetos posts and he and his daughter joined in on it. And Tyler's mom has always been a huge fan of, uh, the Jersey shore. So they, oh they my were so gosh. excited. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds? Right? Exactly. How and cool. So they, yeah. And so they were really excited about that and, and they loved the, they loved the video and, and seeing, seeing the support out there. I know it meant a lot to them. And so, and like I said, when this was just such a devastating time, we had so much fun with the hot, the whole Hot Cheetos project that it really brought light back into <laughs> yes. our lives it, it, by giving back. It was just a, a way to heal. And so it's just been incredible to be a part of it. And I truly do feel so honored to you know, do what I can to, to give back to those who give so much. Yeah. How is, do you know how Tyler is? Um Right now, I, I've, I know I've seen a couple of pictures on your, your Instagram where he's up and he's, 
you know, given a, a, a you know, a wave or something like that. But is yeah. is he doing a lot better? Yeah, yeah, he's doing really good. He's um, uh, in, and people can find him. His his page is public, and he's he's appreciated his uh, opportunity to inspire and motivate others as well. And uh, his Instagram is Whistling Death, uh, spelled Whistling Death, just like that. And um, he's uh, just the the speed with which he's recovered is incredible and the fact that he lived is truly a miracle oh absolutely uh, you know he lost he lost his his right arm uh, above the elbow and his left leg at the hip and just a an incredible amount of internal injuries and he just he makes it look easy like he makes all that he's been through look easy you know how some people are just so good at what they do or so strong that it's hard to really fathom how difficult what they're doing is. And that's kind of how he is. He just, he just kills it. And so, um, yeah, he's doing really well and we're so proud of him. Yeah. And, you know, I follow his page and I've seen him working out, uh, in things and I, you know, it's just, I, I just don't know if we could really ever understand, you know, and just to see, the will, the continued will and the drive uh, on top mm-hmm. of everything that he's been through. You know, it's hard for most people to even get up and to be active and, and to do uh, those things. But to see him do that after he's been through everything he's been through is right. absolutely amazing. And the whole video with the Cheetos was so touching. I mean, uh, just the montage. And then there were I did see the father and daughter. I don't, I, I, I'm trying to think back. Was that, uh, how did I miss the guy from Jersey Shore? I didn't recognize, but so many touching tributes. And I saw uh, what you were talking about, how people would crop in the bag of Cheetos and how yeah. thoughtful, you know, just to, I think, I think during incidents like this, we truly, truly see the best in humanity. And thank you so much for taking your time to edit that and to put all of that together kind of doing this podcast and doing videos and stuff like I know the time and effort that's required to to do that and just the fact that you would do that to want to bring light uh into this and and I I love what you said though and I think this is true about serving in general you know you made a you made a statement that that it's healing for us when we begin to serve others and and I'm just thinking you know that is the epitome of what these young men and women do out there when they you know, they're fully aware of, of the risks. I, I knew Taylor was, you know, he would always sign up to do, you know, he was right there on the front lines. You know, that's just how he was. Uh, but I truly know that everything that he did, and I, I can only imagine that the rest uh, of these young men and women felt the same way, that he truly was doing it from a heart of service. And I love that you tied that in to how, Man, it does so much for our own hearts and spirits, mm-hmm. just serving others. And what what a blessing that is, Kara. We appreciate you so much. We definitely kind of want to stay in touch with you, however. And obviously, we're going to continue to promote your page uh, because it is a blessing to the families and friends of those uh, that were lost. And our, our prayer is that, you know, we always uh, include our servicemen and women in our prayers because, God, you just never know. You know, it's just so crazy, especially in today's world. So 
Kara, I can't thank you enough for all that you do and for taking the time to speak with me uh, this evening and to just to shed a little bit more light. And, and like you said, you know, the very least we can do is to remember those. And that's exactly what we're trying to do, Kara. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And thanks for having me. It was great chatting with you on here. And, and you know, your family, all the families are always in my prayers. And I am truly so proud of those men and women and and the sacrifices they made and, and the courage in their heart. And yes. Just they, they, they truly are the best of us. Best of us, 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe we'll chit chat again on a future episode as, as your page continues to grow. And uh, again, thanks so much for joining us. I will be in touch with you. Uh, I'll be following your page with updates. So thanks <laughs> again, great. Kara. I appreciate thank your time you. so much. Absolutely. You as well. We'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. <laughs> okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.